What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the greatest Mavs podcast you've never heard of, the Mavs Overreaction Podcast. I'm Jonathan. This is CJ. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot, brother. I'm dying inside, you know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm dying a little inside, too. And I think you know why, Especially right? Especially after last night. What was last night? Laker game. Oh, that's right. I thought something else had happened. No, no, it's a oh, Laker okay. game. Yeah, it's been really rough. Indeed. And we'll probably get into that. After you tell us what's going on with some Dallas sports. Yeah, so the Stars are doing really well. They're, uh, they've won the last couple. It's they're, like six straight, isn't it? I think so. And they're uh, second in, the, uh, in their conference. So that's really, that's really good. I like it. Not how it started off no. uh, at the beginning of the season, right? No, uh-uh. Weren't they like zero and seven? One and seven. One and seven. Then they won. Then they won like I don't know, like fifteen. They went fifteen and one, and then they're kind of. Then Montgomery got fired, and then it's been you know kind of crazy. And they won their last uh, handful of games. I'm really satisfied with it. And then uh, Cowboys, they hired a, a new coach, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, a lot of people weren't excited, but I'm excited. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Why weren't people excited? Do you think? For some reason, I think people expected that Jerry Jones was going to step down as a GM, and he was going to hire a GM, and then hire a coach, and and all this stuff. And you know, Mike McCarthy's not a, I don't know, he's he. A lot of people said he's like a Green Bay's version of Jason Garrett, but last time I checked, Jason Garrett never won a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> and uh, Mike McCarthy has. With the with Green with Bay, Green Bay, yeah. Mm-hmm. During Aaron Rodgers' uh, time there, they had some they had some deep playoff runs. They had a lot of success. So I'm really looking forward to what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that he just had the blessing of having Aaron Rodgers on yeah. his team, and that's what it is. But I don't think so. I think he's a great coach. I mean, he should be able to. I mean, probably I don't know anything about him, but sounds like he should do well with this. Uh, List of talent. Yeah, that they we got have. a they got a whole lot of talent. I'm really looking forward to next season. Is uh, Dak supposed to come back or? I don't know. Um, I assume they'll franchise give him the franchise tag, and he'll they'll work out a contract next season, or mm-hmm. they won't, and he'll walk. I personally don't think he's worth thirty million dollars a season or whatever he's asking for. That's insane. Yeah, like just draft a a quarterback in the in the <laughs> NFL draft and. Let let Dak walk and you know go with your your young guy. Yeah, that you drafted. That's what I would do. I would I would draft uh, uh, the kid from uh, Georgia, Jake Fromm. He's a great quarterback. Okay. So I don't know if that'll happen, but anyways. Yeah, I mean we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens see. next season. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. The season their season's done out of yeah. the way. Yeah, playoffs yeah. are going. Yeah. And uh, we won't have to hear any more Cowboys for a while. Yeah. Well, we will. But I mean, we will. Because it's the Cowboys. Yeah. But. All year long on the radio. It's always... It's... Yeah. Oh, speaking of radio, Mike Reiner from The Ticket retired. Oh, really? Yeah. Totally crushed me because I, I love The Hard Line. And I love... Uh, the Hard Line? The Hard Line. Oh, that's what it's called? The, the Hard Line? The okay. Hard Line. Is that yeah. how the song goes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never listen. I listen oh. to ESPN on the radio. Oh, yeah. I never listen. To I the never ticket. like. I never listen to ESPN, like not since uh, Galloway retired. Huh? So, 
different strokes, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yes. All all my all the people that I grew up listening to on the radio have retired, and it's weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like that people have retired? No, like I want them on. to work forever. On the on the radio? On the radio station. To yes. entertain you? Yes. Okay. Well, CJ, um, it's been a very, very rough stretch. Yeah, it's been like a week or so since we last recorded a podcast. Yeah, it was too, too maybe, long. Maybe a week and a half. Yeah, it took a long time because of the holidays. Um, we had that episode with Charles, which, thank you so much, Charles. Yeah, that was, was awesome. so much fun. <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. But it, it took a long time to get, because the episode was so long, it took so long to edit and then try to get it up on, on, on the page it, mm-hmm. it, with the holidays going on and I was on vacation with yeah. family and stuff like that. It, I was hanging out with, with friends I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. And, it yeah. it took, yeah. So it took a while to get that, get that episode up and, and to get a, get this episode. Yeah. Recorded. Get re- recorded. But the recording, I mean, it was, uh, it, it's, it was all over the phone and we had never done that before. Yeah. And, uh, there, there's a little bit of, uh, of weirdness on the actual recording, but it, it you can hear it's fine. It's, yeah. it's people will be able, be able to hear it just fine. So yeah, it's. But I, re- I really enjoyed Charles. I would I would like to have him do this podcast in person sometime. Absolutely, but maybe he, next time he's in in Texas, we can convince him to do like a quick episode. Yeah, we need to go over one of his articles too because he does stuff like on mm-hmm. off the glass and everything. And yeah, he he's got some really good stuff. That I like reading online so for sure we'll have to we'll definitely have to get him back yeah, but he knows his stuff he does uh so we had a blast recording with him but since then that day we had recorded mm-hmm. they were dallas was playing the brooklyn nets mm-hmm. and uh after that they had have kind of a, uh, had a stretch going on yeah which should have been kind of an easy stretch mm-hmm. but it's gone the complete opposite yeah because of christos porzingis how many games have they lost at home during the stretch? During the stretch, let's find out. Uh, let's see. Against Brooklyn, they beat Brooklyn one twenty three one eleven. Charlotte, they lost to Charlotte, which mm. they should have won that game one twenty to one twenty three. After that, we played. That was the overtime game, right? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yes, we had a couple of them. I think that was one of them. Yeah, we lost to uh, Charlotte one twenty one twenty three. After that, we played Chicago. Mm, they won that one. We won against Chicago, one eighteen to one ten, and then uh, played Denver, mm. uh, and we lost one hundred six one hundred seven, and then last night we just played the Lakers. Yeah. And lost that one one fourteen to one twenty nine. So that's how many? So win, loss, win, loss, loss. So out of uh, since Brooklyn, one two three four five, we've lost three. Uh, yeah. Three out of those five. Every time it has hurt my heart. Yeah. If yeah. it's hurting your heart, what do you think it's doing to me? Tearing you apart. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like sounds like a, a song from the 90s. What? what tearing my heart? <laughs> yeah. How's it go? I don't know. but it's, uh, what oh, would, It sounds like it yeah. would be a song. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what song are you talking about? <laughs> so, um, just this stretch here from... Mm-hmm. I'm here... Dude, they haven't... They haven't looked the same since tor- that Toronto game. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, ever since that game, it hasn't been the same. I, feel, like. I think that they've been they've been like they've been kind of Jekyll and Hyde like the last fifteen games. Yeah, just like they look great one night and the next night they they look terrible, and like you take a game like the Laker game, where from the get go 
it was just ugly. Yeah. Luca is getting the the mess kicked out of him yep. every single time down the court. Yes. And it's like driving me insane. Like I want to throw stuff and break my TV. I'm not, I mean, it's it's awful. Like I hate like the the NBA referees are the worst referees in sports. Yeah, dude. I want to break your TV too. But it's because of Christoph Porzingis not being in the mm. in the game. When did he actually go out for his soreness? What game is he playing? And then the next game, did, he didn't play against Brooklyn. Mm-mm. No, so it's before this. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember who we played before Brooklyn, but ever since that game, he's missed all of these. I think he's missed a total of six or seven yeah. games. And because of that, we haven't had any kind of rim protection. No, no. Like I mean, we had like in some games, Kleba stepped up and was great. Yes, there were. I think it was the ones we won. Like even the Charlotte game, he was he was good defensively. The Chicago game, he was good defensively. Mm-hmm. Even in the Denver game in stretches, he was good defensively. But in that, at the end of the games against Denver and the Lakers, woof. Dude, why can't they close out I these don't games? understand. Like, why Why like, are these close games, are they losing? Like, if, like if you looking at that Denver game, there was, what, 40 seconds? No, 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 it was the last possession. Yeah. They had eight, almost eight seconds on the clock. Luka had the ball with, like, four seconds to go. Now, he made the right decision, and Vinny should have put up that shot instead of trying to pass, pass it back. Pass it out, yeah. Like, that was just a terrible play. He should have either shot that three or gone for a floater or something because he had, he had a little bit of room to put up a shot, but for some reason he gave it up. Why did it... Like, Luca made the right play, yeah. but to me, I mean, sometimes you got to pull a Kobe Bryant and just go past the defense and try to get a shot at the rim. Like, he had plenty of time to do that. Like, he had a guy in front of him and a guy to his left. He could have easily gone to the right and driven around that dude. I don't understand, like, why he doesn't do that. Like, I know the defense will collapse on him um, at the end of games because they want to tighten up, and the referees are going to hold the ref- their, their whistles at the end of games. But still, man, you got to do something. Like, taking that step back three has not been working. No. Like I and I know that's why like that's why he passed out of it. It's because he hadn't been hitting that that step back three. That's got I mean otherwise, take it. Yeah. But it's been really frustrating to watch these close games and them lose. Yeah, absolutely. Luca has been this over the stretch. To me, it doesn't seem like he's been making the best decisions in the clutch. Mm-hmm. I think he is a clutch player. Yeah. But for some reason lately, he hasn't been making good decisions. No, no, for no. a pull-up three, when you've got like twelve seconds on the shot clock, or more, and, or more, it's I don't, I don't know why the Mavs feel like that they had like Dorian against Denver. Mm-hmm. He went back towards the three-point line. Why not just continue to drive out? Why doesn't Luca when he goes to the basket like he's going to draw defenders when he does that pass out? Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Why do I don't like seeing all five dudes just standing outside of the three point line waiting to yeah. shoot? Like I know they, do, I know they do that because they're they're doing the uh, they're 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 watching the analytics. I know that's what they're doing. I know that's what the Mavericks are doing. I know that's what the coaching staff is doing. They're paying attention to analytics, and when the guys are around the three point line and there's nobody underneath the rim, allegedly. I don't. I haven't looked at this, but according to Rick, because he talked about this in that post conference about posting up, yeah, being not being a good play, their offense runs at a much better rate. 
I know that's why they do that. Like, that's clearly that's why they do it. That's fine. But man, you gotta, like, you can't just take a contested shot. No. Like, you gotta, you gotta move. Exactly. And you gotta move the ball. Yeah. It's, it's just really frustrating to see, like, the only person that I want taking a pull-up transition three is Dirk Nowitzki. Yep. Like, I don't even want KP doing it. No. Like, I don't want Luka doing it. Like, there's only person, there's only one person that I want trailing behind on the offense, catching a three, and shooting it, is Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Nobody else. Like, I want the Mavericks, I want I want the guys that don't have the ball to be moving around the around the court. I want the ball to be spread around the court and take the best shot. Like like I said in that game against uh, Denver, Finney Smith should have should have sh- uh, put that that shot up for the three, or when he was driving towards the rim, he should have put it up. Exactly. And speaking of posting up, uh, what did what did Jokic do? Yeah, what did Jokic to get do? ahead? Yeah, yeah, he posted it up. The, yeah, yeah. He posted up. They passed it to him. Got he right to the rim. Got right to the rim. Exactly where Denver knew exactly what they needed to do just to get a bucket because there was only however many seconds left on that clock. And the Mavs decided to go take a, a a tough play to just well it should have been an easy play. Yeah, honestly, uh, like I said, Luca made the right the right choice in passing the ball. Agreed. And then Finney made a boneheaded boneheaded play by throwing the ball away up the court. I don't have any problems with Den- uh, Dorian Finney Smith. I think he's really stepped yeah. up his game with his three point shooting. Mm-hmm. That actually helps because now he's a three three and D guy. And he's a real asset yeah. thing to us. But that play reminded me of, uh, it was very Harrison Barnes against Golden State in the final seconds of a game last season. You know what I mean? Mm. When Harrison Barnes was dribbling too much and just bounced it right out of his leg Mm. and it went out of bounds. Yeah, I know know what you're talking about. That didn't happen, but it reminded me of that Mm. kind of play, like that boneheaded kind of play. Like, for some reason, a lot of people really like Harrison Barnes when he was here. No. I never thought he was the guy. No, he's way too much money. Like he he was overpaid. He didn't he did he was he should have been the leading scorer on this team putting up 25 points a game. He wasn't doing that. Was he even that good of a three-point shooter? No. Like I mean I know his like get, like I will take uh, Monte Ellis and Wesley Matthews over Harrison Barnes all day long, twice on Sunday. Yeah. Incl- I- including Chandler Parsons. I'll take Parsons over Barnes too. Well, Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would never take her, uh, Harrison Barnes. I would never take uh, that guy. Yeah, Parsons, I would never take Parsons. Parsons over Barnes. I, Barnes over Parsons. Mm. Parsons was too injured all the time. Yeah, but at least he knocked down lots of three pointers, and he knocked down a lot of shots when he decided to not be injured. I mean, I, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> back to, back to our point. <laughs> Um, yeah, I still believe he decided just to be injured. It, it's to it's be. hard to it's hard it's hard to been watching watching this stretch of last like at least the last ten games for sure. Yeah, the the Lakers game was oh, really tough. Man. And watching Luca get the snot hit out of him every time he goes down the court, and like the referees are looking at it. Like yeah. there's a, there's a video uh, I saw it on Twitter uh, yes uh, last night of Luca driving to the rim. He clearly gets hit on the yep. wrist. The referee is looking directly at him. 
And then he loses the ball, and he looks at the referee, and you can see that his wrist is like red yeah. from the hit, and it's he was just, shaking it too. Yeah, it's maddening. I am so glad that Rick got himself tossed out of that game. Yeah, he got. I ejected. wish I wish he would have done some more yelling at the referee. Like I would never make it as a coach in the NBA because yeah. I. Like I'm a pretty like he, like you would say like I'm a mild tempered person right like you've you've seen me angry like what a couple times in, since you've known me like the last thirteen years you're an extremely angry person like, <laughs> <laughs> okay I no. mean I'm a super calm person I'm almost never angry but like watching like watching uh, NBA games and not losing my crap over referees yeah. Oof. It would just, I would, I would, I would lose my mind. Like, I mean, we're not, we're not coaches, and we're no. losing our minds. Yeah. watching these. Yeah, games. yeah, it's like it's like like either they're either the referees are crooked or they're just incompetent. There's was, no other. There's no other way. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was getting ready to ask you why is what, what is happening right now. What's going like on with these the, refs? The, the, the same thing happened to Dirk early in his career, and Dirk had to raise his game and make other teams play. He had to play perfectly yes until he finally got i don't know i don't know if it's like the referees like don't give respect to to young players i don't know i don't know if it's the referees wanting to be like oh well you know what lakers are going to be good this season so you're going to have to play perfect to beat them right so i don't yeah i i really think the the nba has um a uh, plan for who who they want to be atop the conferences. Oh, yeah. I believe they have an agenda. I know, like Kevin Garnett had that interview um, with um, Adam Sandler and um, that guy that used to. I can never remember his name. He's a Boston guy, but Michael Rappaport. No, no, he's a Boston. Uh, oh, that's yeah. He's yeah, New he's, York. New York. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a Boston writer or whatever. I can't oh, remember. like a journalist. Yeah, I can't oh, okay. remember his name. He he was he had his own website uh, for a while, uh, and then he went to work for like HBO or something. Okay, but um, but they were talking about it and about the referees and and whatnot. And clearly, you know, the NBA wanted you know uh, Miami and the triplets down there. To be yeah. really good, and so the they. Triple, you're talking about Bosch and Bosch and Wade. James and Wade. Yeah, yeah, they wanted they wanted them to be good. Yeah, and so like a team like Boston got them in the playoffs. They had a three three games to series lead, and then magically, you know, the referees changed the the uh, momentum of that series, and Miami went to ended up going back to the finals. Yeah, it was total garbage. I I I've always thought at least the last fifteen years. That the referees definitely have an impact on the NBA game. I think it's a lot easier now because the because teams aren't able to play as good as defense as you could in the like the eighties or nineties. Yeah. So watching that that Laker game last night was sickening. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah. Like Luca is just getting the the crap just yeah, beat out uh, of him. Yeah, man. Rick even talked about it in the post game. Yeah. Uh, we actually, he made a comment, or not a comment, he was speaking in the post, uh, post Yeah, I have, the, I have the video. You want me let's, to play Let's it? play it just so everybody can, we can have a little bit of context. He's going to talk about Luca getting frustrated and, and ripping his jersey and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So let's, let's play that now if we can. All right, and a one, and a two, and a three. First half was, was not good. That's pretty clear. Uh, I thought the third quarter was much better. And, uh, you know, we got to... 
a point where we cut it down, I think, to 10. And, um, you know, they, they responded and, and uh, you know, we just didn't have enough in the tank to, to come back from whatever we were down. So disappointing, disappointing beginning to the game. Um, you know, we really weren't good in any area. Um, and they were great. Got to give the Lakers credit. LeBron James was was uh, was tremendous, and you know all the supporting cast really stepped up and played well. Greg, what do you think about the way that Luca deals with frustration on the court? You know, especially think about the, the first half. Yeah, I, you know he he is a guy that loves to win. And he gets frustrated, you know, when, when he missed the free throws. I think that's when he tore the jersey. You know, those are, those are emotions that, you know, are and, and, and feelings that are about winning and losing. And, and so, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, he's, he's going through a lot this year. He's going through, you know, just a, a, a lot of different situations, you know, just amazing, some just phenomenal performances. Other nights where people are just taking physical liberties on him and and beating the shit out of him, and and uh, and he's, you know, he he's he's learning how to deal with all that stuff. Um, but it's not easy. You know, when I was twenty years old, I was walking around. As a freshman at the University of Maine, I didn't know whether to shit or wind my wristwatch, you know? And this guy's a second-year player. He's going to be a starter in the All-Star game. So I think we got to understand that, you know, it's he's still he's still young. You know, he, he's, he's mature beyond his years in terms of how he sees the game and his skill set and, and how, he can, how he can do things out on the floor. But, you know, we're going through a rough stretch right now. And, uh, you know, every, everyone needs to, you know, try to keep their emotions in check. And, and when we do, and this is, a, this is a whole team, you know, when we, when we do get frustrated, you know, channel that frustration um, toward the team and each other. Keep each other up. Keep fighting. You know, that's, that's what we got to do. It's a murderous stretch right now. Do you think you did that in the third quarter? What's that? We did. I, I, you know, uh, and listen. I, I like the way Wright is playing. I, you know, I, I changed the lineup and put Kleber in there. I just wanted to get bigger. Um, you know, I told Delon I was doing it. You know, he was. He's like, hey, whatever, coach. You know, you know, and and uh, and that group got off to a good start. You know, but then we go for nine straight minutes and guys are gassed and you know we got a sub, and um, so. You know, tomorrow, hey, we got to get some rest tonight. I mean, hell, what is it, midnight, you know, or whatever. It's 11.35. It's late. We've got to go home and get some rest. We've got to come back tomorrow. And, um, you know, we got Philadelphia coming in here, and Philadelphia has been through a tough stretch, and they're, and they're back playing well again. So, you know, nothing easy about it. Coach, you expressed your emotions tonight, obviously getting ejected. Is, is there? Well, I thought that, you know, since we had the ball inbounds and we're dribbling it over half court, that, it wasn't appropriate that they were able to call timeout <laughs> to challenge, and the official let them do it. You know, so and I think they may have changed the call after I took my coat off and, you know, uh, 
stomped out of there. But the officials aren't perfect. Is there any drastic changes that you would like to see within the official? Um, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into that stuff here. Um, you should see my credit card bill from Christmas. I'm not gonna spend more money on that. <laughs> so Rick is uh, expressing his frustration. Yeah, clearly. With the refs, um, he doesn't want to get fined, so that's not yeah. why. I don't think he's being. Uh, super open or anything like that, but he's he's talking about how I mean, it, there's, I think there's a little bit more where he talks about Luca is just getting yeah beat like, up even more. Yeah, too. he mentioned like there's crazy stuff going on. So like he even acknowledges the, the problems with the NBA referees right now. Yeah, it's insane, especially when it comes to the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of you know. There's always bad calls. There's always mm-hmm. no calls and stuff like that, but. But when it comes to the Lakers in particular, mm-hmm. they're getting all the calls that they yeah. want. Yeah, I mean, how many games, I mean, besides even against the Mavericks, that we've watched other games that the Lakers have played other teams, and they're getting away with, with murder, and, oh, other, yeah. and other teams aren't getting calls at all. Yeah, I told you it, it, it happened against uh, Portland, that one game I watched. Yeah. It was uh, It was brutal watching that game, because Portland wasn't getting any calls at all, yeah. and Lakers were getting all of them. Yeah, and it didn't matter if um, if you know the Lakers are driving or if they were shooting or what. No matter what, they were just going to get some kind of call. If if Lakers were missing shots, they were going to get a call. Yeah. So Luca was obviously frustrated too. He rips his rips his jersey, and uh, I don't know if I've seen him. He's ripped his jersey before, mm-hmm. but this one he looked legit. He just missed some free throws. Yeah. He looked just ticked off, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. This stretch has been so rough, not just for the Mavs, but for the for us. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Watching think, them go through this has been rough, man. Yeah, watching watching this last at least the last like two 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 to two to three weeks of of Mavs games with you know with KP being out with yeah. Hardaway mm-hmm. being out, like you realize, man, I think they they need to make a trade now. I think that their goal is for next season, right, to be all in for a, a deep run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they have this season in mind for a, a deep run in the playoffs because of their uh, because of their roster. I don't think they have the roster to do it right now. Right. Even with everybody healthy, I don't think they they have the roster to do it. I th- like, have a deep playoff. Run. Yeah. yeah. Like they like KP has has been great stepping up and changing his style of play to be that rim protector. But we we need another big to take on the other bigs in the NBA like Anthony Davis, like Jokic. Right. Uh, it's insane. I I think Kleba's done a good job of stepping up to do that. Mm-hmm. But we need someone that's that does it like KP does it, where it's consistent. That and we need a, we like I love Kleba off of the bench. Yes. So we need a starter. Yes. With, with Kristaps. Yeah, with with Przingis. Because I'll tell you what, Powell ain't gonna do it. No, he's that not, dude's been awful. He's not the defensive guy. Like he's had some some good, even great offensive games. Yeah. The past two weeks, but defensively, he just gets murdered down in the paint. Yeah, I and it it kind of just overrides the offensive plays for me. Yeah. Because I think it it, it totally cancels out. To right. Me. Because I think no matter what, we're going to get to that. We're going to score. Yeah. You know, the Mavs are a great offensive offensive team, I think. Yeah, they'll find a so, way. And I think 
again, Dwight Powell is a great rim roller. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's good at just rolling to the rim. Uh, he's just getting killed, destroyed on defense. No doubt. He's he's a foul machine. He, it's just not it's not working. He's just not the guy to do that. Yeah. So that was my question to you: is at this point in time now, after with Kristaps out as long as he's been out with a soreness of his knee that's mm-hmm. not even the same knee that he injured. Do the Mavs the Mavs need to make a trade? I think at this. I point. I would think so, but you know, looking back at all the te- all the seasons that they've had deep playoff runs. They've usually, if they've made a trade, it's usually, I really think it's been in the month of December or in the first two weeks of January. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like if you look at the the championship run, they traded for uh, Peja, mm-hmm. like the first two weeks of, of uh, January after uh, Cron Butler got hurt. Yeah. You know, you look at other, mm-hmm. other deep playoff runs, I mean, I don't think they've, they've made trades at the deadline. Where they've gone and and had a deep playoff run. Like if you look at last year, like like you could tell by by the by the deadline when they made that trade. The season they were not going to make the playoffs. You're talking about for KP and, and yeah, for uh, K- Tim tra- and yeah. Trey. Yeah, yeah. Like if they like to me, I think that they had their eye on trading for KP um, before that season during the summer when they signed DeAndre. Because yeah. otherwise, why sign him for one year? Yeah. Like, they, they would have signed him for more. So I think that even when they signed him for a year, I think that they knew they were going to trade him, especially if the season was lost. Yeah. Um, so I think that they, if the Mavs were going to make a trade, I think they would have already done it. So you don't think they're going to make a trade now at this I point? I don't think so. I Because you they, think they're holding out for next season as yeah. they're, like, do they go, are they holding out for free agency? I'm not sure or? if they're holding out for a free agency. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to... Um, Make a trade in the off season. Okay. I think it, I think they'll try to swing at somebody mm-hmm. um, for a free agent in the off season. But if they miss, I think they'll make a trade. Yeah. Do you think that Donnie and Mark have people like guys in mind right now? Oh, who yeah, they're for gonna, sure. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that Golden State second rounder out here is pretty valuable. Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot too. I didn't but... know that <laughs> that yeah. second rounder. I didn't know it was. Yeah. Like apparently it is from what yeah, I hear. I've... I've never been too high on on uh, draft picks being parts of trades. I've never thought it was like over like overly important. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think the what you're giving away in front, in terms of talent is what's more important. Unless well, unless the pick is a top five pick. Yeah, it depends because some there's some teams that are completely trying to rebuild mm-hmm. from the ground up. Yeah. So things like a second rounder. Uh, to some some teams are a lot more valuable. Yeah. And so it depends on who it is, I think, like a team-by-team basis. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, that for the Mavs wouldn't do any good because yeah. we're terrible in the draft. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're looking to really build in <laughs> well, the draft. Yeah, I mean, they, they miraculously, they, I mean, they drafted Trey Young and then traded him for Luka, which is, yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah, um, that was the right. That, same, was the, that was the right thing to do. Same with Dirk. Uh, Milwaukee I mean, got Dirk. Yeah, Milwaukee. We, dra- yeah, and then they traded for Dirk. For and Dirk. They got uh, Robert Trailer. Yeah, so maybe uh, we're not uh, so bad in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, historically, Mavs have not been good in the draft. So, like, I'm all for them trading their draft picks if they yeah. can get something valuable in return. Yeah. So, well, what? I don't know, man. I, I'm just. I'm trying to see in my head, like, 
what the future holds. Yeah. What do you, <laughs> like, do you, for the rest of the season. Do you for, think at this point, do they... Like, I still think they're a lot, a lot for the playoffs. Are they? I Yeah, I think so. But do you think that they'll win 50 games? No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, with full force, mm-hmm. playing how they were playing up until now, I could see them winning 50 games. Yeah. yeah. Without Kristaps alone, maybe 43 yeah. to 44. They're, they're 23 and 15 right now. What are they on track to do, you think? What do you think um, they'll end up with? I your... think they'll probably end up being... Well, they win 40. Yeah. Okay. I think they'll... I mean, barring another major injury, I I think they'll finish between 45 and 48 wins. Well, if, if you think they can get that, they could probably get 50. I mean, it's a possibility. They've, they've only got 15 losses. I mean, they would have to go, like, what, uh, 30 or 27 and 17. I mean, that's that's doable. Yeah, that is doable. So, I think you're right. I think they could be. I think they'll be a lock for the playoffs. And honestly, that's the goal this season. Because you're right. I don't think mm-hmm. it. We're not going for a championship. Yeah, this for season. me, that's my goal. Is a win fifty games, make the playoffs, get some experience and in compete. the and get some experience in the playoffs for sure. Because these guys need that. These yeah. guys need to have some kind of experience. Because we're talking about a whole different beast of games when no it comes doubt. to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Teams that were that played a certain way, or they were, you know, going through the regular season. Some teams just go through the motions if mm-hmm. they're really good, and because they're just saving themselves yeah. for the playoffs. Honestly, I want them to get into the playoffs, but I don't want them to face the Lakers in the first round. Well, I don't either. Because like clearly, the NBA wants the Lakers to be good. Yes. So whoever the Lakers play in the first round of the playoffs, they're gonna win. Oh, absolutely. That's a lock. If, if it was Denver, yeah. If it was Denver, it's a yeah, lock. It's a lock. So, but I think whoever gets them in the sec- in the second round, I think it's they'll have a, a chance at knocking them off. I agree. So I hope the Mavericks finish like fourth or fifth, so that they can get the Lakers in the second round and have a shot at knocking them out. And if they knock them out, that's championship right there. Yeah, buddy. Yep. Yep. But if they get beat, man. I will. Mm, it'll be. It will not be pretty. Yeah. I will lose my mind. I like, like when they lost. When they lost Friday to them. Friday, yeah, Friday to them. The the, the, the Mavericks lost to the Lakers. Was that? Wait, what's that? Yeah. 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 Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what day is it? Where yeah. are we? When Who are am we? I? Who am I? Uh, where are we? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I couldn't handle. Like I, I stayed off Twitter. For I mean, pretty much the rest of the night. Same. Because I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle the angst like at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I can't handle if they lo- if they lose tonight against Philly, I might cry. I don't know what I'll do if they lose tonight. They won't have Embiid. They should win. Tonight. Yeah, they should win. I don't know what I'm going to do either, man. They have Philly tonight. I'm just. I uh, may not watch. I want. I want to watch. <laughs> I'm just. I don't know what to do. I've been so angry these past few games watching them play. Even games that they've won, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Stop beating only five hundred teams over 500. Why aren't we... Why you aren't we teams winning? under 500. I'm sorry, uh, yeah. under 500 and start winning against teams over. Yeah. Chris Osperzingis has been out for a long stretch. I've already We've already talked yeah. about it's, that. It's what, getting to be nerve-wracking, a little un, unnerving. Like, I yeah. don't like it. I'm ready for him to, to come back. Yeah. Like I don't know what's going on with him. Like I know they keep saying, like, oh, his knee's still sore, or, Oh, he was sick. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, get him back on the court ASAP. Like, right. Get him on the court yesterday. Yeah. 
So he's still out with uh, quote unquote knee soreness mm-hmm. for a knee he he not the knee he had injured yeah. in New York. Mm-hmm. Why is he? Is there more? Is there more to it than just? I'm sure there is. Is there something we don't know? I'm sure there is. I don't know. But how are you? This out? How are I you? I mean, out it's this? it's good that. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Sorry. Uh, finish your your question. Uh, I was just gonna say how. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, it's is is it gotta it's gotta be more because how are you out this long with just knee soreness? Yeah. Six games. Tim Timmy yeah. Timmy was out with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. He was back within three games. Yeah. So is it? I think is it's, that more? Or I think I don't. I don't know that there's more, but I do th- like more to the story. But I do think that they are like babying him and taking their time because of obviously his injury from last season. And I again, I think they're looking at big picture. Like we need to make sure that his his knee heals for the playoffs or perfectly, something. correctly. Not necessarily for this season, but for next season. We we don't want him to be out for another year, right? Or another year and a half, right? So I think they're taking the right precautions, but it's getting real unnerving. I would just appreciate it more if they just came out and said, "It's been a while. Um, we're just trying to we're being overly cautious because mm-hmm. we want to make sure that he's okay, no doubt, and not getting." But instead, they're just like he's sick, yeah. or he he's just sore. Yeah, he's sick. Oh, and then game time comes, and it's not he's sick. He's his knee soreness. Yeah. So why, why the not yeah. deception, or why well, not tell us? Like, I mean, why not be straight up? I don't know. That's why I'm like, is it because there's something more to it? Possibly. Well, he's out today again tonight. <sighs> so they played Philadelphia tonight without Joel Embiid. We'll see how it goes. Um, We'll decide whether we cry or that we're happy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I guess that's it, man. So, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about yeah, that. I'm not. Fe- I'm not feel like I'm not feeling good right now about the season. Like I like if they lose tonight, like, woof. Like I know, like, I don't know. It's well. What do you mean, like? When you say I don't feel good about the season, like that you think that they may not make the playoffs? Or? No, it's just I don't. I don't see that like the way they're playing right now. I don't see them getting out of the first round of the playoffs. Like that's that's kind of how like when I say I don't feel good about the season, I'm looking at a first round exit this season. Like that's uh, an upgrade, obviously, from last season. Yeah. But I would I want them to get into the, at least the second round. I like, do too. That's that's my happy goal for the season is to get to the second round. I feel the exact same way. I just I don't know. Like if they lose if they lose tonight, I'm not watching for a week. Like, I'm not, I'm not even going to keep up with them for a week. I just can't. I just, my 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 soul cannot handle another our, loss. Our own mental health. Yeah. <laughs> can't take anymore. Like, and I'm a positive person. Like, this season is being really draining on my positivity. Same. I mean, I wasn't positive before, but... <laughs> I'm just, I was terrified. Because of something like this, what we're going through right now with this slump... This is why I was just waiting for this. The mm-hmm. whole season, I'm waiting for this to happen. Yeah. Because I knew there was going to be a slump. Every team's going through some kind of slump in some way, some worse than others. Mm-hmm. But this is the Mavs. They're going through their slump of the season right here, I think. Yeah. Now, let's see if whenever KP comes back, or you know, we'll see how it goes when everybody's back to normal 
do they respond with making a huge push or yeah depending on where they're at in the standings by within the next two weeks yeah or who, know, who knows i mean kp could come back and they'd be be at full force and they win like 10 games in a row i'd be super happy and be like let's go championship i would cry <laughs> like you're getting emotional now just oh, talking man. about it that would be awesome just thinking about it but i mean you know we, we we just really you know the best thing is to take it game by game and not try to think too too much down the road yeah well we'll uh we'll see i'll try to be a man i'm really nervous yeah. I, I hope they win tonight man we need it we need a we need a w yeah we really do need to win we need it we need christos to come back we need kp we need him to come back man yeah. the yeah. lack of rim protection the the shot blocks the defense we need it kp if, if you hear this ever please come back yes just because cj said so yes but you know we'll see what happens man hopefully it's fine yeah <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel i've been really upset about it lately yeah it's like i'm not a person that's like oh my my anxiety is up like i'm not that kind of person but i am my anxiety is up yeah so like, is mine like i'm not i'm not feeling great right now i need a w tonight yeah well we'll see if they can make it happen man. yeah hopefully they will but this has been the mavs overreaction podcast i'm jonathan this is cj we'll see you next time peace peace